Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Subject to change. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Touchdown just outside of the area. Reference on nothing wrong with it. But on the follow-up, Pulisic makes no mistake. This time he finishes just before the halftime break. The U.S. takes the lead. To find Tim Weir. Option streaking into the area. Pulisic back. Rolls. He's got a second. Straight out of the locker room. The U.S. doubles the lead. It's Desper Pepe. Ricardo Pepe rounds the keeper. It's a third. Magic from Des. And the exclamation point to finish. Yeah. yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. One hour down, two hours to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a fun-filled show here on Out of Bounds. As been an easy Friday as the sun's actually starting to come out now here we were at got a little rain here and there too but getting ready for the sports weekend as well as the Father's Day weekend which you know a lot of people in our audience is going to be celebrating that and fathers along the entire country and really the entire world it's a happy Father's Day weekend for them as well but plenty of things going on in the sports world that we continue to talk about and continue to dive into and so let's keep it moving as we go to the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Outline and welcome in Steve Sullivan of KATV. And Sully, as always, appreciate you joining us. And a happy Father's Day weekend, man. How are you? Hey, doing very well, buddy. I'm still, uh, still trying to get over the hogs, not still being alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I look at my, my two best fan experiences as a broadcaster in uh, you know, my 35, 40 years was 94 in Charlotte, where they kind of closed down the closed off the downtown. It was a great atmosphere for the Final Four. Much better than Seattle, by the way. And uh, uh, the College World Series final weekend. I mean, Razorback fans just owned Omaha. And that was such an electric atmosphere and being on the edge of winning a national championship was so much fun. And, um, you know, you just want to repeat that. (laughs) You want want to push the rewind button. Let's do it again. What has your attention? It's a different ending. What has your attention the most right now, Sully, in, in the sports world, whether it's U.S. Open, College World Series, or maybe something outside of the sports world? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of tilting toward the NBA draft. I heard Musk speak on a podcast yesterday, and he, he kind of got me excited about the NBA draft. By the way, he, he revealed that he is going to wear a suit. He's never hmm. been to the NBA draft, so he's going to suit up for the NBA draft. And, I, and I, I'm like, I'm Musk-like. He said it was something that was very simple and plain, which is not much. Yeah, I, I heard about him doing the suit thing, and I, I thought that that was funny, but at the same time, I feel like it's going to be weird. I think we saw him in a suit when he first got hired at Arkansas in his press conference, and looking back on that suit, I'm not hating, but I was like, man, I could tell that thing, that, that was not a, a tailored suit for him, you know? It was kind of just <laughs> no, like, hey, no, I'm putting it together, and this is what you get. I feel like it may be something similar here, too. No, I don't think so. I think you're going to see... You know, what Musk was like when he came here. And by the way, that suit was a bad fit. Yes. <laughs> and, and where he's at now, I bet you have a more tailored look, and uh, he's going to look a little sharper. You're going to see a different Musk here. He's a, it's a few years, and now he's, he's no longer the guy trying to prove himself. He's the guy that's been to two Elite Eights and the uh, three Sweet Sixteen. So he's, he's, uh, He's gonna he's gonna be showing out. I think he's gonna look sharp, you know. And he's a fit guy, so I I, <laughs> I have memories of that suit. I'm glad he went to the polos because it was a great move. Some guys own the suit, you know. I, I like Oates looks fine in his suit, you know. But uh, Musk is better in the polos, and he's rocking the polos. 
It is a different look from us, but we know that they do a charity event every year, and they do several charity events, but anytime they do some of those, then it, it may be out of the ordinary for him most of the time, but he suits up for those also. Yeah, and the great thing about him is, you know, some coaches, uh, you know, they make a ripple, but they don't make a splash when they go to the NBA draft because it's a, a bigger pond for college coaches. And he... He's the star wherever he goes because he's so good on TV and the fact that he has these players that are, you know, so highly regarded that he's going to do a lot of good work for the University of Arkansas on TV this weekend or next weekend, uh, next Thursday, I should say, next Wednesday and Thursday. wonder if he'll get a and chance. I think, go, go ahead, Sully. He'll get, yeah, he'll get whatever he wants. I mean, he'll be a mo- most wanted guest because he's uh, he's so great on TV and um, he's so thorough with his knowledge of these players and and uh, he's so good at selling his players too. He doesn't. He does. He never talks about shortcomings anymore. It's all about how good they are. Wonder if he'll get a chance to talk to Kendrick Perkins, hmm. who uh, kind of messed up Moses Moody's name a couple of years ago, <laughs> and uh, they'll kind of relive that moment because they still never let him live that down. So if Bus gets on set, guaranteed that'll come up. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. And that's the uh, Bus's uh, Bus's media background, and, and he he enjoys. He enjoys this part of the job almost as much as winning games because he, he just loves, you know, the interaction and, and being on the big stage, whether it be the Jim Rome show or the, you know, the, the, pre, the pre-draft show. I mean, this is where he, uh, he thrives. Yeah, so in fact, uh, since we won't have a chance to talk to you until the uh, next week with the NBA draft actually goes on, we'll kind of see it a little bit, but uh, just in your mind, looking at Arkansas, how, how do you think that plays out for the players that get drafted? Do you think all four guys get drafted that are looking like it? Do you think that's just two? And also, what does that mean for the program when you get four players in the NBA draft drafted in the same year like Arkansas may have? Well, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid now. I'm almost thinking Walsh will go in the first round late first round or early second round. And uh, and I think Nick Smith is an interesting pick because here's a guy who was regarded coming into the season as maybe the number one or two pick. And if he's been doing as well in workouts as Punch Sports says he's been doing, then I think someone's going to take a flyer on him because the NBA draft is all about potential. Is uh, It's not necessarily what you can do for me this year, but down the line. And if they think Nick... Uh, has the chance to be, you know, a, a star in the league, um, which I haven't seen yet, but maybe, maybe he will blossom into that. Um, someone up, you know, could take a shot at him. And, uh, and I think it does wonders for Arkansas because, you know, they can sell to a guy. You know, you don't have to average 20 points for the Razorbacks and, you know, be a, a first-round draft pick. Look at Anthony Black. You know, Anthony Black... Didn't, didn't force anything in his first year at Arkansas. You never saw him force shots. He just, you know, he did what he had to do. When he had to score, he scored. He rebounded. He was an assist guy. He was a great teammate. And all of a sudden, you know, what are they saying about him in the draft profiles? Boy, he's a great teammate. He gets his, he gets his teammates involved. And it's not really him about scoring right now. And, uh, and I, I think it bodes well. You know, we, we lost, and we think we lost. Our guy from North Dakota State, but I wasn't really stunned with that because, you know, he's more of a European big man, uh, shoots the three, runs the floor, and that kind of fits Alabama style, you know, of what they do. And, we, and I think we're going to get back to, I think that's the, that's the, that's the thing that's interesting with this team. I think we're going to get back to shooting more threes, that we're going to be more pace and space on offense than we've been. We've been at smother the rim and get to the free throw line. You know, I think this team has got to – I think you've got to be more dynamic if you want to win a national championship. Uh, you've got to be able to shoot the three. With these players that are in the NBA draft, a lot of mock drafts have Anthony Black going to the Wizards. Of course, that's where Daniel Gafford plays. But Nick Smith Jr. and Ricky Council both worked out for the Wizards. So they'll be a team to watch for whenever they're drafting. They draft eighth in the first round. Yeah, it, you, it'd be interesting to see the influence – Brad Beal has on the Wizards organization since the fact that he has a personal relationship with Nick Smith and he, he's seen Nick at his best and um, you know you know and Brad Beal's been kind of a a, a a different cat as far as what exactly is his value to Washington because he hasn't been healthy 
but um, it'll be interesting. It's just it, it's just so hard to read the NBA draft, and uh, you know I didn't see, you know Anthony Black. Uh, I have a hard time seeing him as a twenty point a game guy, but uh, you know NBA scouts are in mean, his his stock. Apparently, if you, if you can you know if you can gauge anything by what the experts are saying, is it continues to rise, and um, it, it's just going to be fascinating in the first round because we have two Razorbacks that are potentially lottery picks. Speaking with Steve Sullivan of KATV here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Outline. So, Sully, uh, you mentioned the, the Grant Nelson thing, and you know he, he's, of course, moving on, and or at least it looks like he's going to Alabama. Nothing official has been made, but I think everyone's agreeing that that's the case. Arkansas still has an open scholarship available. Uh, what, what do you think they end up doing with that? What direction do you think they end up going with that as, tra- as far as trying to fill another roster spot? Yeah, I think you got to go for the the best available guy, maybe over six five. You know, I mean, you have some size. You have you have Mitchell, you have Brazil, you have Graham. Uh, you know, and we're not void of size. And um, you know, I, I would think. You know, I don't know exactly what's out there, but must up. And you know, we've got the right guy. You know, for the portal, and I think we've got a roster now where do we desperately need another player? I don't think so. You know, and. Um, and, and that's the way they'll probably approach it. And uh, he, his love for the portal, though, he's going to find someone. <laughs> I don't think he leaves it open. You know, and that's, a, that's just the way he operates. And there'd probably be a guy that only has a year left, I would think. And um, it'll be interesting. You know he's working on that. It's kind of to the same point that we are also, whenever it comes to this Razorback basketball team, it's going to be a fight for minutes. So even if it does come down to this last scholarship and it is filled from somebody from the portal we know that there's a lot of talent on the team and it's always going to be a fight to see who actually gets on the court and plays those minutes you know i applaud all these guys that you know come from these the transfer portal that come to arkansas because if you look at must you know through his first every year it's, it's a fight for the top seven or eight but these guys must believe in their hearts and you want guys like that that aren't afraid of competition, but that believe they're going to be part of that group. And there may be that magical year where Musk plays nine or ten guys, and <laughs> that may happen. I don't, I don't, I don't see it foresee it happening. But his his circle of trust seems to shrink as the year goes on. So let's switch gears a little bit because the big conversation was about the SEC schedule being released for 2024. Now I know that we all have talked about it, speculated about it, was wondering what it would look like. Uh, we talked about it in that nauseam. I don't think you could have had a better schedule for the SEC than what Arkansas got in 2024. How do you view it, and uh, do you feel like Arkansas really got a, a, a nice little gift from the SEC compared to what they've done previously when it comes to their scheduling? Oh, without a doubt. You know, and part of it was a function of, you know, we play in the SEC West, which means you can have a bad schedule. And then in COVID year, you get Georgia showing up. <laughs> it's so random schedule. You get Georgia the first week. I mean, you can uh, you could usually count on having the worst schedule. And in this schedule, you know, and especially when you have it's A and M's home game, I believe. And you know, it puts you with really three true road games, and, and they're and they're not they're manageable games. And if you, you know, the next step to being a top-level SEC football program, if you start taking care of your, your own building, you start beating teams you're not supposed to beat in Reynolds Razorback Stadium, and you make that a tough place to play. Now, that's the same thing with basketball. And look at baseball. We were 30-4 and four up until the NCAA uh, regional there um, at home. And uh, I think that's what, a, what good teams do. And really good teams, especially when you have a distinct home advantage like Arkansas does in every sport, so you got to start beating people at home. And we haven't done that consistently yet under Sam Pittman. But I ain't complained about Pittman. You know, I think he's done. You know, when we when you evaluate him, just remember where we were. You know, we've had a nine-win season. We've gone back-to-back bowl games. We've had great wins. And I think the dude understands. You've got to get players, and I think the coaches he's hired are guys that can get players. And um, so uh, I think that's the next step, though, and hopefully we'll 
hopefully we'll take that step in 2024. Best part of the schedule may be the fact of taking off Bama and adding Texas. So you get a chance to renew an old rivalry there and kind of look into that maybe for future schedules. But for now, that's one that a lot of fans were asking about to play Texas on a yearly basis, and we'll see if it happens moving forward. But you get Texas and take off Bama. Yeah, and I think, too, you know, I think we'll keep LSU on our schedule. I think that rivalry has gotten strong enough where, the you know, the battle for the boot, you know, and I, I, I think we've had enough good games in that series that I think we'll keep that rivalry. You know, I, I was it, interesting when when they mentioned their top games they were preserving, that they included that game among the rivalries. So it must mean something to the conference there. I, I think the Missouri game is hit or miss, which I – I wish that meant more because I'd love to keep Missouri on the schedule in 2025 or wherever we have that. Yeah, I think that it's going to be a thing where Texas and Ole Miss, Missouri, that was the report at least. Those looked like the three teams that Arkansas would be facing off against the most. But uh, there's just going to be so much flexibility for the schedule, it says, at least since it's staying at eight games. When it goes to nine games, there'll be even more. But I think that just th- there's going to be accommodations met. Maybe you won't play – uh, Ole Miss every year, or Missouri every year, but at least for the big games, I think they're going to try to do what they can to, to keep that and keep trophy games alive because let's be honest, Arkansas and LSU, it is a trophy game, and you can't have a trophy game if it doesn't get played one year, right? Like That, that wouldn't make any sense, so I feel like they're going to have to keep the LSU game going. Yeah, and I like the fact that when they mentioned all the trophy games that they were, or the rivalry games that they were keeping intact was one of the Arkansas-LSU and uh you know, one thing about that rivalry, you know, especially on the Arkansas side, we've had some incredible games, you know, memorable games. And, um, you know, and, it, and it's now it's, it's, it's kind of an older rivalry, too. It's not brand new. And, um, you know, but in, in LSU is searching for, you know, everybody wants to, I think LSU wants to play everyone but Arkansas for the rivalry mm-hmm. game. They'll play in heaven. But I think it's a good game for them, and it's a good game for us, and, uh, I think we'll continue to play that game. But I like the way the SEC is going. It can only help us the way the scheduling is going. And, um, you know, because you don't have Alabama on a yearly basis. And, and it just seems the West has been really good. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Ole Miss has been, you know, far better than we ever anticipated when we, we've set up this West division. And, um, uh, and Auburn's had its years. I mean, it's, uh, I'm I'm ready to get away from divisions and see you know a more rounded schedule. And see Alabama have to play a tough schedule. <laughs> Texas could become the next trophy game if it uh, becomes an annual deal. As far as one of those rivalries that they have every year, it could come to that point, or it could be Ole Miss. One of those could be the next trophy game. Yeah, I think Texas is the most appealing one, you know, and. Uh, you know, and uh, and you know, and Texas doesn't. You know, we'll we'll see where they're going. You know, it's hard to believe Texas will stay down, but they've been down for a while, and they haven't been the Texas. You know that, you know the monster they were that we remember. You know, years ago, in the olden days. Yeah, it's like them and Oklahoma both, Sully. I'm not saying that they're going to be bad or that they're going to come in and just go five yeah. and seven, but I'm just not scared of either of them right now. They could be good, but with new coaches, new programs, this past couple of years haven't exactly been stellar for either of them. And we know when you get into the SEC, there's a little bit of an adjustment period. But I, I'm not really that scared about Oklahoma or Texas right now. Well, you look at our big two, and you got Alabama and Georgia, and you know what you're getting with them every year. Yeah, I mean, when, when is the last time one of those has had like what? What's a bad year for Alabama? Two losses during the season, <laughs> yeah. you know, and they're and they're close games. And, and Georgia's been good every year, but then you look at you know Oklahoma wasn't even five hundred last year, and it'll be interesting. You know, they got to right the ship this year before they get in. And I, you know, Texas. I heard their AD say that you know playing that Arkansas game on the road was a great wake up call for them physically where they had to go because they got whipped on the line of scrimmage. And I, I just remember that night being such a great night because Hunter Yurchek went all in. Jerry Jones was there, Darren McFadden. I mean, if you lose that game, you got egg on your face. You've invited everybody. But the fact that you pounded them and had everyone there, you, you shoved all your chips to the middle, uh, and it turned out to be a spectacular night for just everyone involved. 
Texas has some big-time recruits coming in also, and that's something that's going to line up with them coming into the SEC. We'll see some of that this year before they even get to the SEC, but they have some good recruiting classes coming in. Yeah, I want to know who they got in the portal, because that seems to be almost more important now to me than uh, than who's getting the players out of the portal. Uh, Ole Miss has done an incredible job in the portal. I mean, they basically, you know, last year he, he kind of changed out his entire roster for the portal and did all right. And uh, can you do that on a daily basis when you deal with, you know, basketball buses dealing with five or six people. Uh, Kiffin's dealing with about 40. And I don't know if that if that will continue, but uh, it's just a, you know, if, if you won with recruiting classes, A&M would be kicking butt, you know, and they're not. And I think you've got to get, you've got to get it right in the portal. Uh, you look at that Razorback baseball team and the, just the filling the holes with both the portal in junior college, I mean, they hit on about every player. And, you know, you look at Josenberger, you look at Wagner, you know, even John Bolton uh, turned out to be, a, you know, a great shortstop as far as defensively and filled what Arkansas needed. And I think if you're Arkansas and you look when you, who you were eliminated by, TCU, you may hope to get more offensive next year. You know, you got pretty good pitchers, but they've already got reportedly bringing that catcher from uh, – Texas Tech, I believe it is, that has the big numbers. Um, uh, so I think that's going to be uh, uh, more of an emphasis. When you saw like that number nine hitter for TCU was so good that we need to be more dynamic in our lineup. Well, Sully, we really appreciate you joining us as always, man. Have a great weekend, a happy Father's Day weekend to you, man, and we look forward to catching up with you next Friday, all right? All right. You guys, too, have a great weekend. All right, we appreciate it. Again, Steve Sullivan of KATV joining us on the Jones and Son Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. Take a commercial break and come back with more Out of Bounds on the Easy Friday Show. Stay with us. Listen each Monday when Morning Mayhem's Justin Moore tests your Razorback knowledge with Razorback Trivia, presented by Capital Smokehouse and Grill, downtown Little Rock's go-to lunch spot. Sports Center. The Arkansas Travelers bounce back from a loss on Wednesday, winning last night's game against the Corpus Christi Hooks 3-1. They'll be back in action again tonight at 7.05. Coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. They'll also play tomorrow at 7.05, then finish off the series on Sunday at 1.35. The College World Series begins today as the World Roberts takes on TCU. Then Virginia and Florida will face off. Both of those games can be seen on ESPN. Tomorrow, Stanford faces Wake Forest, and Tennessee will take on LSU. And in NBA news, Michael Jordan is finalizing a sale of the Charlotte Hornets to a group led by Gabe Plotkin, who is a Hornets minority owner, and Rick Schnall, who is a minority governor of the Hawks. In his 13 years as the franchise majority owner, the Hornets did not win a single playoff series. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Hey, it's Joey and Ryan right here at Red River Dodge. We've got some huge discounts to tell you about. We're doing it again. $10,000 off MSRP on new Ram 1500. And we've got up to $7,000 off new Jeep Gladiator Sport. Up to $5,000 off MSRP on new Jeep Wrangler. We have huge discounts, big selection. We're going to give you the most for your trade. So make that beautiful drive to Heber Springs. Or check us out on the web at redriverdodge.com. During the 4th July sales event. This is Trey Reed from The Wild Side on 103.7 The Buzz, inviting you to join Mark Hedrick and me Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Brought to you by West Rock Landing at Lake Maumelle, Edwards Food Giant, all about tire and brake, battery outfitters, and Trader Bills Outdoors, Hot Springs, and Little Rock locations. It's The Wild Side, Tuesday at 7 p.m., only on 103.7 The Buzz. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. This ad is paid for by the settlement specialist. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is one of the most common cancers in the United States. If you or a loved one was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup weed killer, you could be entitled to cash compensation. Bayer, the owner of Roundup, will pay more than $10 billion to cancer victims of weed killer Roundup. Call our weed killer cancer hotline now to see if you're entitled to cash compensation. Roundup has been one of the most commonly used herbicides in the U.S. If you or someone you love 
Love has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were exposed to Roundup, call now. Our team is here to fight for everyday people and to get you the compensation you may deserve. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup Weed Killer, even if the loved one has passed away, call 800-725-7193 now to see if you are entitled to compensation. But hurry, time is limited. Call 800-725-7193. If you aren't using Mosquito Joe yet, what are you waiting for? Mosquito Joe provides customized mosquito control solutions specific to your property. It's not a one-size-fits-all deal. Whether it be our standard barrier treatments, a full-scale misting system, or maybe even Mosquito Joe's commercial-grade repellent systems for patios and special events, Mosquito Joe provides a satisfaction guarantee with everything we do. So stop smacking yourself in the face and visit arkansas.mosquitojoe.com. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has... Gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning? (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. For a free insurance review, see Shelter Agent Jeff Hodge or Jay Helm in Little Rock or Bo Beavis in Cabot. At College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving, they move the things you love and haul away the stuff you don't. They offer packing, moving, loading and unloading, as well as junk removal. Find out why they have more five-star reviews than any other moving company. CollegeHunksHaulingJunk.com Oakland Racing Casino Resort presents the Great Arkansas Beer Festival, Rock City Margarita Festival, Saturday, July 22nd at the Statehouse Convention Center. Brought to you in part by Tito's Handmade Vodka and Mosquito Joe. Go to 1037thebuzz.com for more. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. How does Sam Pittman celebrate being bull eligible? Well, I believe I'm going to have me old cold beer. <laughs> And that's kind of what I like to do, you know. Do so you need any company? Anybody want to come, but bring some, you know what I mean? <laughs> Thank Be you, be baby. On 103.7 The Buzz. It's a great time to get to Twin Peaks for happy hour, 2 to 7. Later, happy hour, 10 to close. Enjoy all the food and drink specials that go along with it. Get a lunch combo starting as low as $7.99. If you want to take some food to go, you can order online, curbside, or to go, courtesy of Postmates, DoorDash, and Uber Eats. Great drink specials during happy hour. Apps for 2 4 and $6. Also, Bourbon and Brews starts at 5 o'clock, and Bourbon and Brews goes on from 5 to 7. So you have some crossover with happy hour and Bourbon and Brews. U.S. Open is going on right now in uh, College World Series. So those are two of the sporting events that you can watch. Combat sports, it's always a big draw at Twin Peaks. They have plenty of seating inside and out. Wall-to-wall TVs to see all the sports action. Father's Day special, it's cheeseburger and fries with a 22-ounce draft for just $10. And there's going to be an in-store signing for Miss Twin Peaks tonight from 5 to 7. Janya is coming in, and uh, we'll hear more about that. Janya and Calum are coming in to talk about it. We're going to talk to them soon. But you can go to TwinPeaksRestaurant.com and vote for Janya. You fill out uh, your information your name, email address, and put your zip code, and it'll pull up Janya right away so you can see that she represents Twin Peaks West Little Rock, and you can vote for her up to five times to win for Miss Twin Peaks National, which is next week, and we definitely want to get some votes for her. So once again, go to TwinPeaksRestaurant.com and vote for Janya. It's Twin Peaks Eats, Drink, Scenic Views. It's an easy Friday show here on Out of Bounds. 501-661-1037 is the number to call or to text in. Uh, we uh, enjoyed having Steve Sullivan on, in fact, uh, on our Asher Record Life fan feedback. Uh, Music Man says, uh, uh, talking about Steve Sullivan, says, Inquiring minds want to know, did Sully buy his Snoop Dogg tickets yet? Just, uh, come on, you got to be honest about it. So, I don't know. I, I think Sully could uh, probably enjoy himself some Snoop Dogg when they come to Simmons Bank Arena. And uh, part of that uh, big tour that he's on, I think there'll be, of course, there'll be a great crowd e- either way. But I can see Sully going over there and having a good time with it, too. It'll be a great show. Snoop has been to Little Rock and North Little Rock a few times. When Riverfest was going on for years, he performed at Riverfest one year. So 
Uh, a lot of people got to enjoy that performance. I saw him when he was in Fayetteville. He came to the University of Arkansas when I was a student there. And for those of you who may remember, there was a famous picture of him and Ryan Mallett uh, going around where Snoop Dogg was wearing a Razorback jersey. And that was an awesome concert, too. So it'll be, it'll be pretty fun uh, to see all that go down. And also, since it is Father's Day weekend, as uh, we were mentioning, and a lot of people are uh, doing different things for Father's Day, a uh, question was actually getting posed on social media I thought it was interesting. Like, looking back when you were celebrating your dad or your Father's Day or, or whatever it may be, what was your dad always not wanting anything but to do nothing? Because that's how my Father's Day with my dad always was. And I started thinking about it. I was like, you know what? I kind of think it was, like, most of the time. Not to say that there weren't some gifts or maybe some cards put together for Father's Day, but certainly nothing of note that really got too crazy. He was always the type that just wanted to sit back and relax and chill. And that's fine. That's what If, if that's what you want to do on Father's Day as a father, then go crazy with it. But I feel like that's probably how a lot of dads are when it comes to Father's Day. They appreciate everything, but they're more just about uh, pretty low-key, low-maintenance, just chilling more so than anything. Yeah, sit back and enjoy some sports, get some rest, or you know whatever it is you desire to do. So, that's uh, that's kind of how you want to treat all holidays, Mother's Day, Father's Day. It's about the person and what they want to do and not necessarily what you want to do for them. Yeah, because it would be weird if... Cause, and if you've done this as a father, that's fine. But I'm just saying from my perspective, it would be weird if my dad, during the Father's Day holiday, was like, all right, here's what, I'm, what we need to do. Here's what you're going to do. Here's what I need from you. It would come off as a weird vibe. Like, it'd almost be like, man, this is, you know, Father's Day is supposed to, it's more like a holiday where it's a nice gesture and the moms and the dads, they're like, hey, you know, I appreciate it and all, but, you know, whatever works. It's pretty low key, but if you give me stuff, I enjoy it too and I appreciate it that way. It's not a holiday to where that person, it needs to be whatever they want because they're telling people, hey, this is how it needs to be and how it needs to be done more about just showing your appreciation for them in the way that you're in charge of it. Like, you're in charge as the, as the child or as the mom or the dad or vice versa. You're in charge of making that day special. You shouldn't have to worry about what they're telling you to do or how to do it on Father's Day. It's, it's a very creative, flexible, but on you as the kid to be able to make it a special one, too. That's they just opinion. need to be celebrated. That's the bottom line. Just celebrate the dads this weekend and, and the things that they've done for you in your life and uh, some of those special moments that you've shared. Uh, also, some uh, updates in the College World Series. TCU is up five, one nothing right now in the bottom of the fifth inning. So uh, they're taking care of business against Oral Roberts. And also, uh, speaking of that, from the first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line uh, from the 910 area code, which is North Carolina. I appreciate you listening out there. It says, apparently Oral Roberts has several Northwest Arkansas kids on the team. Yeah, we talked a little bit about that. Can't remember with who, but they do have uh, a few players that are on the roster, and you know they, they've done a few uh, new specials and everything, which is always a cool thing to see uh, in-state kids be successful. But kids going to Oral Roberts and being there in the World Series, uh, that's a pretty special moment for them, especially if you're an in-state kid too. So, yeah, I do, I do remember reading something about that. Uh, also, let's see. They had uh, from the First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line, David sends in this uh, message. He says, it's interesting, I suppose, reading this article where college basketball has labeled Razorback basketball fans as the biggest fan base that is in need of humbling when it comes to the success of their sport. <laughs> That's funny. Ah, all right. All right. Yeah, I saw a little bit about that article because it was a college basketball report. They, uh, I guess, put together some sort of polling or some sort of thing on social media where they were talking about it. And it was pretty overwhelming that the program, or at least the fan base that needs the most humbling, according to college basketball, is indeed the Razorback basketball program. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I feel like, hey, you need humbling when you win, like yeah. win it all. And they haven't done that to this point. But back-to-back Elite Eights, Sweet 16, that's a lot of success. Yeah, I think that there's nothing wrong with being proud of that. And listen, humbling is funny when it's put into perspective of like what what does that mean exactly is it talking about a program that are people seeing that way because arkansas maybe is not as good as what arkansas fans believe that they're as good as and that they talk too much trash and they crow too much about it i mean if that's the case then yeah i feel like every fan base is like that to an extent when it comes to when you're having success 
But when it comes to just the SEC itself, I know it's talking about all college basketball, but the SEC itself, I feel like Arkansas is a fan base that uh, has a lot of reasons to be extremely proud and happy of where they're at. They No one's gone further than them the past three years in the NCAA tournament. Nobody's gone to two Elite Eights in the past three years. So there's reasons to be happy and excited and proud of what you got going on, but I don't think they're viewing themselves as some sort of uh, superior program to other programs that have had more success than them. That's that's at least what I'm seeing. I may be looking at the wrong places. But. The hog calls can get to some fan bases. The court storming when you're beating hmm. some top seeds and then taking off the shirt from Coach Muss. So those are three of the things that can get to other fans to say that Arkansas probably needs to be humble. So that those may have been some of the factors that went into it. I guess so. Don't know if they went into detail to explain, you know, where they were coming from as far as the rankings, but those are some of the things that they probably thought about. I guess so. I've looked at it too. Where okay, court storming happens a lot in, in basketball, and I, I got in an argument with somebody about this too about the about Must taking his shirt off in celebration. It's like you know. Like, you know, I've seen Bruce Pearl. He's taking his shirt off in celebration, too. He's, he's a guy that likes to go shirtless. It's not uncommon. It's maybe more rare, but it's not something to where it's new with what Muss has been able to do. And it, I get it. Rub the people the wrong way. And maybe in hindsight, I think even Razorback fans, some, not all, but some fans were thought it was a little weird. But I never looked at it as some sort of, like, really harsh thing towards anybody else or a reason to, to not like a coach for taking a shirt off after beating a number one seed in an NCAA tournament game. Like, that's that's how I view it. Like, if I'm throwing out examples here, because I don't think, like, Calipari, you've you got to find the right coach and the right personality. Like, for instance, if Bruce Pearl, like, beat a number one seed in the NCAA tournament and he ripped his shirt off in celebration with his fans and the team, I wouldn't look at that as some sort of negative or, like, the, oh, this is, this is disgusting, this is terrible. I say hey, the coach is excited, celebrating, beat a number one seed. You should you should go crazy for that. So I mean, what what would be okay if he? Like, what when do you cross the line? That's what it comes to. When do you cross the line? When is it too much celebration? When is it too much that you got going on? That's the big question there too. But I don't know. I feel like it's pretty funny that they say Arkansas fans need humbling. Are you kidding me? So but, who else is on that list then? Uh, right now it looks like uh, looking at uh, from Arkansas was the overwhelming one. Uh, I'm pulling up the tweet right now. Uh, to see uh, who all was mentioned in it. They just keep laughing and saying and, everybody's and it came Arkansas. from what publication? Uh, College Basketball Report is what it's called. Uh, it's just a, it's a social media account with everything college basketball. It's got like 30,000. It's the offseason. So, yeah. There's something to talk about. Oh, yeah. So uh, Kansas was on one of them, which I'm like, okay, Kansas just won a title a couple years ago, so settle down. Uh, UConn won one of them, which is just cracking me up because it's like, okay, teams that won a championship, those are the ones that need to be into the mix. Uh, well, those are the ones that come to mind right away. So why does Arkansas? Why is Arkansas number one yeah. when they haven't won? But those other programs being mentioned, they've won. Maybe that's why they say they need humbling because at least those programs won something. But Arkansas has not won something here recently. Uh, also, uh, looking at uh, Alabama has been listed on there too. Alabama fans, and there's also Indiana. Indiana has been another program that was listed in there as one that's had a lot of success or had success here recently, and feel like the fan base needs to be humbled. So, yeah. that's kind of an interesting little little uh, topic there too. Hey, as the song says in the victory, "Oh Lord, it's hard to be humble when you're an Arkansas Razorback fan." As long as it's going okay, because if things are going bad, you always have to change the lyrics. That "Oh Lord, it's hard to be hopeful when you're an Arkansas Razorback fan." So you just go along with it, and whatever works. But I, I did find that pretty funny. Humbling. Psh- Nah. Just keep it going, Razorback fans. Keep being obnoxious. you got a lot of things to be excited about for the future for your basketball program. We're up against it. We're going to keep it moving here on an easy Friday show. More of your phone calls and text messages, 501-661-1037. Going to have your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. And don't forget Danny West of Hogsports.com. He'll be joining us here in about 20 minutes as well. So stay tuned on Out of Bounds. Wager app? Download it today from the app stores or go to betsaracen.com. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. 
AAA Trophy Mart is Central Arkansas's awards superstore. Come get fast, friendly service and see our beautiful and spacious showroom. Safely located at 9914 Interstate 30. Easy in, easy out. Or shop online at AAATrophyMart.net. That's AAA Trophy Mart. We will save you money. When guys buy an engagement ring, we are getting engaged. But when girls get the engagement ring, they're getting married. So if you recently got engaged, then it's time for wedding bands. At Jones & Son, we have just the thing for you. Wedding band weekends, each weekend in June. Save up to $2,000 off select styles and wedding bands for both women and men. Jones & Son has hundreds of wedding bands to choose from. And even if you didn't buy your engagement ring from us, I'm sure we can match your ring and save you money. Hi, I'm Jacob Jones. Check out wedding band weekends all June, only at Jones & Son Fine Jewelry. It's Justin Acre for CertiPro Painters. We're all getting ready for summer, and if you want to spruce up your home for summer, CertiPro Painters could be the answer you're looking for. Each CertiPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at CertiPro.com. That's Certa with a C. If you're thinking about getting a paint job done for the interior or exterior of your home, you need to hurry up and get on the schedule soon because it's filling up quickly. So plan for your next project. You'll be happy you did. Cleanliness, thoughtfulness, and attention to detail. You'll get all of it with my friends at CertiPro Painters. So get them scheduled for your project today. Alzheimer's disease affects over 6 million Americans. While there is no cure, there are steps you can take to reduce your risk and improve brain health. Steps include regular exercise, eating a healthy diet, staying socially engaged, and challenging your brain with new activities. If you or a loved one are experiencing memory loss or other symptoms of Alzheimer's, seek medical attention right away. Join us in the fight against Alzheimer's. Learn more at healthyar.info forward slash bold. A message from the Arkansas Department of Health. Dealing with HR is hard. There are 36 forms new employees have to fill out, a team handbook to read, company core values to memorize, and oh, by the way, you've got approximately zero room to make a mistake on their paperwork. Good luck. If you need help with HR, talk to the payroll company. They can handle recruiting, onboarding, HR best practices, handbooks and policies, payroll, and training. So all that's really left for you to do is take your new employees to lunch. Mmm. Less headaches, more than payroll. Visit morethanpayroll.com. Shh. <laughs> Hear that? That's what fun sounds like. Want to know what fun looks like? Then check out Cupid's Lingerie with eight Arkansas locations, including three in Little Rock. Cupid's is a boutique specializing in all things pleasure and play. From lingerie to, well, everything you can imagine and more. Visit shopcupids.com today and treat someone special to something special from Cupid's. Enjoy. (laughs) Honey, look, I just used AI to create this painting. That's great, but it can't go car shopping for us. Let's try it. Best deals on cars near me. The best deals near you are at Quaddy Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock. What's it doing? Oh, no. Must terminate COVID era loans and leases. Don't wait for AI to go haywire because it's already here. This month, Watney Buick GMC is terminating loans and leases made during the COVID era and resetting their pricing with rebates, dealer discounts, and trade assistance. Call 501-945-4444 or see GuatneyBuickGMC.com. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. GMC. We are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Get to Guadney Buick and your current loan or lease will be terminated, terminated, terminated. Guadney for Buick, Guadney for GMC, Guadney for Life. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Mr. Dorfman. Hello. 0.2. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. On 103.7 The Buzz. Friday show. Appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon. Got a Razor Hog update that we're going to get to, presented by True Service. Again, Danny West of Hog Sports will be joining us on the other side of the break. Give a little update on all things recruiting for Razorback football, which they've been absolutely destroying it, man. They've been on the trail for 
quite a bit and just really putting together a nice class in the early going and had some great visits. It just really feels like they uh, are putting it all together, but they still got a lot of work to do, and we'll talk to him about that coming up uh, here in about uh, 10, 15 minutes or so. Uh, but uh, we look forward because it's always good to talk with Danny, especially since it's been so long since uh, we've had a chance to catch up with him. So. Also on our Asher Record Life and Feedback, speaking of Hawkman73 says, uh, so if Khalil Battle, uh, the new transfer from Arkansas, in fact never becomes eligible after running Ford off, again, it's not going to be a good look. Well, I don't think there's a situation where Battle's not going to be eligible. It's not that I've seen. Uh, looks like he's going to be on the team. He's on the roster. He's given a number. And Khalif so, Battle. Is it Khalif or Khalil? Khalif. Khalif. Okay, so Khalif Battle. Uh, so he's on the team as far as I know right now. So I don't think that there's any issue there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it w- <laughs> it's going to be a bad look no matter what if he doesn't become eligible. Uh, also, let's see, from... I thought there was a First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line that uh, I was going to read. That was actually coming back for a little bit ago. Oh, yeah, so from the 501, we were talking about the uh, SEC teams and rooting for... Certain ones in football or basketball or baseball from the 501 says, I'm exactly the same way when it comes to those SEC teams where I pull for Bama or Georgia in the national championship game. I will not root for any SEC team in basketball or in baseball, but I don't know why that is. Wow. Okay. So, I've got somebody else that's like me, too. Because <laughs> uh, I, I, it's weird. I wish I could explain it. I don't know if maybe it's because in football you kind of just understand that those teams are so much far and away higher than everything else, like the Georgias and the Bamas. Maybe that's the case, because in baseball and basketball, you as an Arkansas fan can feel competitive with everybody else, that there's not any teams in the conference that are just so far and superior from you that you don't want to see them have success. I don't know. I don't know. That's just something that's weird, and I think that there's probably a lot of people that are like that, too. But, uh, yeah, good uh, good coming in on that, too. Also, uh, this was coming in from Laura. Uh, on Twitter, she says, guys, I have been seeing people wanting alternate jerseys for Razorback football this year. Our colors are crimson and white. We don't need to change any sort of color at all this year. Stick with what we have. Well, first yeah, off, it's, it's it's not about changing. It's uh, That's why it's an alternate. And you see several schools around that have alternate jerseys and alternate uniforms, and that's what attracts players. That's what, how you get some of these recruits. You know, um, I know that there are some people that don't really agree with that as far as it shouldn't be a factor, but it is a factor. Oh, yeah. And first off, it's it's not crimson. It's cardinal. I want to make sure crimson's what Alabama's colors are. But I get what you're saying when it comes to the reds and the whites. I think that if it, not the anthracite stuff. I don't like the anthracite stuff. But if it was like a straight black, like just black helmet with a white hog and a black jersey with white lettering, and even black fans, like, I think that'd look kind of cool just for the sake of being an alternate. That would be awesome. So I I would be all for it. I wouldn't have a problem with it. And here's the thing. If you win in it, everyone's going to think it's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> if you win like a big game, if you played this year, say, because you don't really have a, a major home game, but say next year in 2024, if you finally found a way to like beat LSU or uh, beat a, a Texas or to Tennessee, something like that, and you were wearing those black uniforms, and everybody, oh man, those are great. <laughs> I love those uniforms. Wear them all the time. Wear them all the time. They so. didn't do the same when Arkansas beat Florida, but uh, it was something where people that didn't normally like it, maybe they were more accepting at the time. Yeah, because it's the first time when you beat Florida, and you beat them convincingly, but it's like you weigh the, the times it went really well and the times it went really bad. And usually, in Arkansas sports in general, with the anthracite, it hasn't always gone great. Like, it's been okay. Uh, basketball, you always feel like you always play Missouri and you wear anthracite. You do, it. yep, yep. And uh, softball, they use them. Yeah. Women's basketball, I know, has used them before. I like the pink uniforms that they had this past year in basketball. Those are pretty cool. So sometimes there's alternates that'll be okay. It's fine. It's okay. Like, just do, like, if they win in it, who cares? Who cares how it looks? It's like, it doesn't kind of bother you. You're not going to give money to the university anymore because they wore different color jerseys? No. You're still going to be a Razorback fan, and you still want them to win at the end of the day because that's what's really the most important thing. All right, let's go ahead and jump into your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! On by 
This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. All right, so for your Razor Hog Update, not a whole lot of craziness going on, but... Something that's of note that's pretty cool. Arkansas getting a nice big-time commitment, which, again, Danny West will talk to him more about it. Uh, C.J. Brown, who was the wide receiver out of Bentonville High School. He had a few other offers and a few other hats on his table when he made his decision last night with Tennessee, Vanderbilt, Oklahoma State, and Minnesota being uh, part of that. But he decided to take his talents to Arkansas, and he's excited about it. He said he wanted to thank everybody that's recruited him throughout the process. Uh, but he says that I'm um, staying home, go Hogs. And I thought it was a really funny story, too, that said that he committed by calling uh, Kenny Guyton, the wide receivers coach at Arkansas, while he was in a, a Las Fajitas restaurant bathroom. And he did that then. He said about two minutes later, uh, Sam Pittman texted him and says, FaceTime me right now. And then they FaceTimed each other. And uh, Sam Pittman was excited to be able to add him to the mix. So I guess, hey, listen, it doesn't matter where you commit and when you, where you're at, and even if you're in the bathroom of a Mexican restaurant, uh, you're going to still uh, be excited as a coach to be able to add him into the mix. So that was kind of a fun and cool story uh, to have uh, his official announcement be made there with the Razorbacks. Also in some other news, more about Pro Hogs, and, you know, with uh, college baseball going on, Major League Baseball going on, Heston Kerstad, uh, a guy that was a number two overall pick, uh, an outstanding baseball player for Arkansas. Really wish we could have seen his final year with the Razorbacks, but it's when COVID happened and it canceled the season. Well, he has been really trying to get back into the mix. He had so many health issues that was preventing him from being able to develop. And in some cases, people even thought that he wouldn't even be able to play for the majors or play baseball ever again. But he continues to try to rehab. He continues uh, to try to get back into the mix and get back to where he needs to be when it comes to his talent. But he is just slowly and surely coming along. And apparently, according to the reports, uh, when he was dealing with uh, myocarditis, uh, carditis, I think is how you, say, how you say it. Is it mitocarditis? Sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think so. That's how it's spelled, at least. But uh, it, since he's been getting back since June 10th, so it's been about a year. So after going through that, he's gone through the double A. And throughout uh, this past season in the minors, he's hit 310, 11 home runs, and 46 games for the uh, Bowie Bay Sox at the double A level. And they're feeling like he might be moving up to the triple A level here very soon. So great to hear that for Heston Kerstad. And hopefully he continues on. And hopefully he can make his Major League Baseball debut here very soon. So Along there. with the uniform discussion, oh, yeah. Scott called and he mentioned Notre Dame. He said when they stepped away from their traditional uniform and put on the green ones, what was wrong with that? So teams do it, and they step away from tradition at times. Yeah, it's okay. It happens. The only ones that really haven't stepped away that I can remember is Bama. Like, they're like the only ones. But everybody else has, and it's been just fine, folks. It's been just fine. we got to take a top-of-the-hour update. we come back. Danny West of Hawksports.com joins us. You won't want to miss it, so stay tuned on Out of Bounds. Bass tournaments in some of the best fishing spots in the state. It's Fishing Arkansas, Sunday mornings with Big Sarge. Fishing Arkansas is presented by Fletcher Auto Group, Shelter Agent Jamie Marsh, Stanley Hardware, Axles Plus, Cooper's Nursery, and Arkansas River Valley Roofing and Restoration. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Double B's is a locally owned business serving Arkansans for over 50 years. Unlike 